Hey, Jonathan Rumi here from Jesus Revolution, and you are listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Jonathan Rumi. Jonathan portrays Jesus in The Chosen. He's also in an upcoming film, The Jesus Revolution, starring as Lonnie Frisbee. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. Jesse, let's talk a little bit of Christian music news that is going on. So first up, we have Danny Goki. He is currently on the second part of the Jesus People Tour, and he has a nonprofit organization called Better Than I Found It. It's an outreach, um, and he is doing a thing called Better Than I Found It Bus Stops. He is stopping in eight different cities on the Jesus People Tour and what they do is uh, they provide different things like diapers for single moms. Uh, they help people with tornado disaster relief, like food and clothing and things like that. Um, helping to provide resources for the homeless uh, throughout the tour. And he said it's something uh, that he would love to do like a lot more later on. He said they're just kind of getting their feet wet to see what exactly they can they can do. And so I think that is pretty sweet of Danny Goki. So he just started doing that. Like, w- is this a new thing or have they been doing it the whole tour for this tour? It, he just started it. Uh, I don't know oh, how long cool. he has had this ministry, but yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, honestly, you think about it. It's kind of like, um, you know, we've heard the phrase from other people before, but like musicianary, I mean, they're already traveling around uh, the U S. So, I mean, what a, really cool opportunity that they're they're taking to be able to bless people in the cities they go to that's awesome yeah another one is uh skillet they just released their deluxe edition of dominion and they're calling it dominion day of destiny a deluxe edition and they're about to embark on a 21 city tour in europe hold up a second dominion day of destiny deluxe edition Skillet loves some alliteration. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you said in Europe, right? Europe. Oh, man. I know. Let's go with them. So, uh, yeah, I actually listened to it today uh, on my uh, kind of sitting around uh, mm-hmm. the the church office. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, let's just say, uh, I had it going pretty loud. I cu- I killed my earbuds. I had them <laughs> I had it going so loud. Uh, it was awesome. Really good. Yeah. Hang on. I was going to skip that new story. I don't care about that. Um, you like NF, Jesse? NF just released a brand new single called Hope. Hope. Um, the music video is yeah. insane. If you haven't seen the music video, I highly recommend it. Uh, yeah. Um, He's new always, album. He always does. He's got a new album. He does is cinematic. Yeah. Everything. It's like his music is cinematic. It's like you're watching a movie, listening to it. And then his music videos are just the way they're edited, the way that everything kind of goes with the music that you can tell they put a lot of effort and thought and uh, take their time. And dude, the finished product is it's outstanding. I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to this album. This single uh, is his newest song in almost two years. And so it's, it's nice to have some new music, uh, by NF. And so, um, we're excited and we know that the album is going to be awesome. 
And so April you know, 7th. Too, I mean, he's a storyteller and it, all of his albums kind of link together and he, what he does such a good job at. I mean, his music, I mean, obviously it's big in, you know, in Christian realm, but he, he's so big in, you know, secular music as well, secular world, because his songs, he tells a story, people can relate to it. Uh, he's honest and um, it's cool because to have an album called Hope, uh, he's kind of continuing the story of his journey. And now he has a kid. So I know uh, I'm looking forward to see kind of where he goes and what he does with this album. Yeah, it's it's going to be awesome. So the next news is someone that hasn't been around and hasn't been with us in, for a while now since 1997. But Rich Mullins has a lot of unreleased music and he um, they actually just released uh, an unreleased track of his uh, live track. And it is a part of an album that is getting ready to come out called Deep Valley. And it's actually, um, I believe, 21 different live tracks um, in different versions, like live versions that were unreleased of Singer Praise to the Lord and Elijah, uh, some of his big hits. And so um, it's crazy, man, like to think, you know, we, we, we've talked to several, several artists and, you know, a lot of artists do record a lot of songs like we just talked to Matthew West and he had those 22 tracks that he's been wanting to release. And so, you know, no telling how many songs that artists have you know, hidden on a drive or on paper or, or whatever. It's crazy to think that 21 songs are about to be released from Rich Mullins. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, you know, I'm a huge Rich Mullins fan uh, named my, son after one of his songs and i mean mm-hmm. um yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to it i was actually just sitting around my piano uh, earlier playing a couple of rich mullen songs uh i'm looking forward to it yeah any any time you know when i for actually when i heard about it i was like what there's actually something from rich mullen's i haven't heard yet um which is exciting um okay yeah, I mean, so it's been a long time i am correcting myself right now on, on our podcast Jesse, it released uh, just a few days ago. His whole album, Deep Valley, is out. Um, oh, well, guess what I'm doing as soon as we get out here. <laughs> He's got okay. So some some songs that stand out to me is he did a, he wrote a song years ago. He recorded it, but he also uh, recorded it for Amy Grant, and Amy sang it, and it's a really good song. It's called Doubly Good to You. And he's got that on there. He's got uh, praise, singer praise to the Lord. Um, Elijah, um, you still need Jesus. And so there's so many different songs in there that have never been released just up until last week. And so that's very exciting to hear. And lastly, Caleb recently released their Red Rocks. (laughs) They recently released their Red Rocks to 2023 festival lineup powered and partnered with awakening events and so this is the third annual uh k-love live at red rocks event it's a what it is it's a two-night event at red rocks amphitheater in colorado beautiful colorado and so this year's lineup is zach williams mercy me we the kingdom jeremy camp kane unspoken and wilson ryan stevenson blessing offer jesse john reddick should be good john reddick and hope darst so all right april or april august 1st and 2nd so this is going to be an awesome festival yeah sure will be 
Well, yeah, so we had the opportunity to sit down uh, briefly with Jonathan Rumi. He's a busy guy these days with uh, everything he's doing in The Chosen, Jesus Revolution, other projects that he has going on. So it was great to sit down with him and be able to chat about The Jesus Revolution. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was so it was so cool being able to talk with him, especially with in light of, I mean, Jesus Revolution, the movie's about a big move of God that happened back in the 70s or tons of young people, college-age people were coming to Christ uh, and there was a movement and so it was cool because I mean, with everything going on with mm-hmm. Asbury and other college campuses you can tell and, and you know, you'll hear in the interview there's an excitement and a expectancy just because this movie is about something that we're actually seeing happen right now. And so it's really cool because, I mean, what, they've been working on the movie for a couple years. How could they plan the timing of that, that this was going to be going on? So it's really cool. It was really neat to be able to talk with him in the midst of everything that's happening right now and just kind of hear his heart. Uh, I think something I really appreciated about uh, when we were talking to Jonathan is he's, man, he's so... um, I don't know how to say it. So his, he was very um, excited about the impact that this movie can have. Like, yeah, I think, you know, he wants it to be successful, but man, his heart is that people would know Jesus when they leave the theater. And I think that's, uh, it comes through. I mean, obviously we've seen the movie. It comes through in um, the way he portrays uh, Lonnie and just his acting and then being able to chat with him. Uh, great guy, super great heart, passionate about the Lord. And uh, yeah. Enjoy the interview, guys. All right. Hello, gents. Hey, Jonathan, hey. nice to meet you. I'm Jesse, and that's my brother, Jesse. Jacob. We're, we're honored to have you uh, join us today. Appreciate your time. We know you're a busy guy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, so for the last uh, few years, we'll just kind of get into it. The last few years in your career and your personal life, uh, it's been pretty, uh, pretty impactful, pretty transformative. You've had uh, with being uh, portraying Jesus in The Chosen, um, and that's, that's gotten really, uh, kind of blown up and, and, um, it's a, afforded you opportunities in your personal walk with the Lord and your personal faith to, to share there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. so what was it like, uh, stepping out of the role of Jesus and the chosen and, and learning about Lonnie Frisbee and his involvement in the Jesus revolution and, and portraying him? Yeah, you know, for me, it's been um, it's been an extraordinary adventure. I really knew nothing about the movement. I didn't know anything about Lonnie Frisbee. I'd never heard of him. I'd never heard of Calvary Chapel or Chuck Smith. I grew up on the East Coast, uh, pretty much as a Roman Catholic kid. So um, that wasn't kind of the the um, the two denominations never really crossed paths where I grew up. Um, so once I got the script and I got to read about the movement and who these guys were and, and their individual stories and their journeys, um, I, I just, I couldn't resist wanting to be a part of, uh, telling the story. It was a phenomenal script and, um, yeah, I just, I just had the best time shooting it. Were there any surprises in your research, uh, when you were kind of looking into it? I mean, uh, you said you didn't know much about it, but what was probably one of the biggest surprises that stood out to you? I think in talking to some of the folks that uh, were contemporaries of Lonnie's at the time, um, just how powerful, uh, um, uh, you know, a a beacon of light and hope and, uh, you know, a tool of the Lord 
um, Lonnie was, uh, people that ministered with him and, and walked with him um, would say that it was like walking with an apostle. Um, the things that he did, the kinds of um, gifts of the spirit that God gave him, it was just uh, the things that he did were, were absolutely extraordinary and things that most people wouldn't believe unless they had actually been there and seen them themselves. So, um, yeah, it's pretty. I mean, in fact, I just heard a story the other night uh, by a gentleman that, that knew him. I mean, they were they were driving up um, a highway in California here and Lonnie was with in the car and Lonnie told uh, this guy to pull over and he didn't know why. And he's like, just pull over, pull over. And then he pulls up to the side he sees a bus stop across the street and he runs across the street to this bus stop. And this man walks up and Lonnie starts ministering to him and he starts putting his hands on his shoulders and his, and, and just praying with him. And he runs back across the street. He's like, okay, we can go. And, and the guy's like, who was that? He's like, I was a guy I went to high school with. I just brought him to the Lord. And he said, you knew he was going to be there. He said, I had no idea. I just knew I had to pull over and, and run to that bus stop. Yeah. Um, and that's not even including like, like miracles of curing blindness and, and all sorts of stuff. So it was, uh, he was an extraordinary fellow. Awesome. Yeah. That's uh, it's he, it, you portray it in the film well, but that kind of that, uh, simple obedience and immediate mm-hmm. faith, you know? Yeah. Wow. Thank you. So Jonathan with, you know, all these, there's been these move of gods, uh, here recently that's been happening at these universities with Asbury college and, um, I don't think it's by accident that this movie is coming out in the middle of all this. And so how would you feel the story would resonate with uh, today's culture? And uh, do you think it's a story that we that we need right now? And so think, what, what ways? I think um, just exactly what you said. I mean, everything that's happening in society is a reflection of the need for a movement like this, a need for... Uh, an infusion of the Holy Spirit in our culture, in our society. I, uh, I, you know, we've seen God stripped away from the public eye and public um, presence uh, uh, over the last several decades. And I think what we're seeing is sort of a, a, a snapback to um, needing uh, a sense of uh, holiness and presence among us once again. And, uh, and so these things are happening all at once. And now I agree, uh, this, I don't think this is by coincidence i think it's all sort of a divine design for for god to really um you know sort of uh, wake the culture out of its sleep and say hey i'm here you know you need me and and let's 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 do something in in the world here and, and show people that uh, god is has not gone away he he's just um he's just being rediscovered by a whole new generation um, and I think people's faiths are, are being rekindled in general. Jonathan, what do you hope um, people walk away with after watching Jesus Revolution? I, I hope that if they don't have a relationship with God, with Christ, um, that they're curious to to explore what it would mean to have one. And uh, if they were raised in the faith or they've maybe fallen away or they're lapsed in, in some aspect, regardless of their denomination, that uh, this film helps stir something deep within them that wants them to rekindle that relationship. Um, because when you put God at the center of every part of your life, everything else falls into place. Uh, it's happened in my own life over the last several years, in my own walk with, uh, with Jesus. And um, I just think uh, everything is, has gone 
better than I could have ever planned it once I, I let God sort of take control and surrender um, my will, my ego, my idea about what life, my life should look like to, to God and let his will uh, take front and center. Yeah, we, we know that this movie is important to you. And, and even last night I was with you when you were on Instagram praying uh, for, awesome. you know, just for the for the movie success. So people would hear the story of of what happened and be inspired to pursue Christ. And so we, we would like to kind of land the plane here and ask you what if you'd be willing to share something that what God has been doing in your life recently that would help encourage the faith of our listeners. I think it's just that he's given me a desire to reach this this the, the youngest generation right now this generation that's up and coming through schools whether it's middle school high school university age um i think kids today this next generation gen z and gen alpha even are uh struggling with an extraordinary amount of pressures uh from society from the media from their own peers um, that are a, uh, to me, an, an obvious and overt reaction to the lack of faith in the culture, the lack of ostensible, tangible faith in the culture. Um, you look at any of the Pew studies and see what, how many people identify as religious or spiritual or even going to church, the numbers are abysmal um, compared to what they used to be a generation ago. So um, my hope is that by uh, providing an example or being a witness in the public eye um, to, to what it means to have a relationship with God, that it encourages uh, those that those kids in the next generation to to embrace that, or to at least you know you know want to explore that, uh, and and uh, and you know become inspired and encouraged and emboldened themselves to do the same thing and to propagate that amongst their own peers and to really set this movement blaze and uh and and really watch it um do something and to, to to change the culture by impacting it yeah may that happen awesome. may that happen so jonathan the uh, jesus revolution is out this friday uh you got the chosen season three which is which is currently out um anything else you got going on this year i know you're a busy man but anything else uh, yeah, uh, this Wednesday also is Ash Wednesday for those who celebrate mm -hmm. it in Lent traditionally. And so um, I'm part of a 40-day prayer challenge in the Hallow app, uh, which is um, basically the, one of the largest Christian apps, med prayer and meditation apps in the world now. And uh, I start a 40-day challenge along with uh, Jim Caviezel and Mark Wahlberg um, for over the course of Lent. And we examine one of the, uh, probably the, the second most read spiritual classic after the Bible, uh, Im The Imitation of Christ by Thomas uh, Kempis. And uh, if you want uh, a hardcore um, deep dive into uh, what it means to, to uh, let go of yourself and to embrace Christ and to delve into the mystery of the incarnation, that's a surefire way to do it. And we'll be praying every day beginning Wednesday for the next 40 days. So uh, people can download the Hallow app for free and join me and uh, my companions in uh, deepening their prayer life this Lent as we lead up to Easter. Awesome. Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. We certainly are honored by your time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thanks, Jonathan, for your time. We certainly appreciate it. We'd love to have you uh, back on. And thank you, listener, for tuning in this week. Be sure to head over to ChristianMusicGuys.com 
there you can check out all of our past episodes and see blogs that we have about different shows that we've gone to. While there, you can also see how you can join our monthly support team. We are so appreciative of all of our supporters. You can check us out on social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. And find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Something else that's really helpful is if you head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Let us know who your favorite artist is, who you'd like us to interview. And it's a great way for us to get feedback from our listeners.